Hello, and welcome to Metal Brunch Club, a podcast about coffee, mm. blast beats, and three dudes' opinions on this metal sucks. albums you never wanted. So, crank those volume levels to 11 and enjoy some good old-fashioned metal music with your hosts, Brian, Nick, and Jordan. Episode two. We're here. We made it. This this milestone. What's up, you little fucking turds? <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the Thunderdome, motherfuckers. Hell yeah, brother. Today we're talking about Jason Richardson 2. I, I. I, I. Man, so good. I mean, like, it's instrumental. And uh, I think that just kind of ends up being its own s- separate kind of you know, um, listening party because I don't know about you guys, but you know, I will listen to instrumental stuff only pretty much while I work because it's not too distracting. But honestly, I was getting distracted a lot because he's just, he's too good, man. He's phenomenal. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'll start off with saying this record is like, I mean, it's like masterpiece level. Like it's to me, like, it's just so crazy. Like, I don't even know. He's, his musicianship is like, is nuts. Like his production, like the way he produces music, you can tell that like he does a lot of his own production and stuff like that. And I think that even with a lot of his like stuff online that he posts and his, his like social media and stuff like that, it's very obvious that he's got like the full production set up. But, um, the, the like technical parts, the breakdowns, the, uh, the drummer, I mean, Luke Holland is insane. He's a, a madman. The solos, the the riffs, just like everything about this record is so like so extremely fucking good. But I sh- really struggled listening to it. <laughs> I am one hundred percent in the same boat as you. <laughs> because like I mean, I I want to just acknowledge like how like insane of a musician Jason Richardson is. Mm-hmm. But the this record for me borderlines like just almost too technical sometimes it's too extreme yeah yeah i'm i'm very much in the same boat as you nick like the the first time i listened to it i was at the gym and i messaged the boys afterwards and i was like i just listened to jason richardson's album and i don't actually remember anything that i listened to because <laughs> it was just so much um yeah to like both of you said the the production values on this are amazing and jason is in my opinion one of the best like metalcore deathcore guitarists that are, are currently like writing music yeah. and Luke Holland is phenomenal drummer. Like that dude, everything that he touches is gold. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the technicality is there. The, the, the songwriting is there. Um, but it's just, it's just too much all the time. And I, I, I was exhausted after listening to this album and not in like the best way. It was just like yeah. this constant auditory assault. And I was having to do so much like mental math to keep up with everything that was going on. So I might just be too stupid for this, <laughs> yeah. but like I, I appreciated it, but I can't say that I actually like enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Would it be completely different 
if there was a vocalist, do you think you would be more interested? Uh, I, I think 100% I would be yeah. more interested. Um, mm. A band that I dig, that I recently found that I think I shared with you guys, Alluvial, um, used to be an instrumental band. Um, and then they added a vocalist, and I think it added a whole... I mean, obviously, it added a whole extra layer to it. There's a, you know, there's a vocalist on top of it, like a pretty big component. Um, but yeah. it just kind of caused them to rein in some of the ideas a little bit, and and kind of allow segments to breathe or segments to flow longer than you know than they maybe do otherwise, because there's a vocalist who maybe can't keep up with like the frenetic pace of a guitarist. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I didn't even really I didn't think about that part of it, like that there since there is no vocal, like he's allowed to just change. Like it felt like it feels like every like t- 10 to 15 seconds, the song changes, <laughs> right? Like, there's a new, and it's not just like, it's like one riff that, and then the next riff that comes like it, they blend together, but at the same time, like they're just completely different parts. Yeah. And I think, is it Pumba Choo? It's like the seven the minute Poom? song. Yeah. What a name. I, I mean, there's like so many parts of that song and I think I'm, I even like, I'm going to show a couple of clips from that song, but there's like some parts in that song that are like great, like great, Phenomenal. like loved yeah. it. But that song in particular, like if you listen to it front to back, you will notice like you can like literally count like t- for like five to 10 seconds and the song will fucking will yeah. change mm-hmm. in a crazy way. Yeah. So. I was, well, the, and the reason I asked you guys that is because his first album, I, or whatever, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of tracks I think where there is one. a vocalist. I think it's just one. I think, I think it, it is right. just one. It's not. It's I, but it's just it's, one. Because this one's two, so <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's... it's a, <laughs> <laughs> right, but I'm pretty sure one of the tracks from his first album has uh, the vocalist of Vale Maya on it. So it completely uh, yeah. changes the sure. whole dynamic. But this album, all instrumental, so... Mm-hmm. yeah. And when I think of like other instrumental bands that I enjoy, because I, I do enjoy some instrumental music, like I think of like, it's not metal, but like Strawberry Girls or uh, Chan um, are both highly technical bands yeah. that will still have vocalists on half of their songs. They're still able to, to let their te- technicality be showcased and write like really impressive songs, but they just have that vocalist maybe not as like the front and center piece but mm-hmm. just another like added layer for maybe only a, a bridge or a verse yeah. or something like that and it just kind of helps to mix things up and, and kind of break up the mm-hmm. just the, the one the one noteness for lack of a better term sure that just drums and guitar will bring you yeah you know me i love a i love a vocal i love a hook yeah you know? you're a slut for him <laughs> You should have done vocals for. I know. Maybe I should. Yeah. You should. Maybe I will. You could reach out to him. Maybe I'll do like a YouTube like vocal cover. Yeah, there you go. And <laughs> Jay Rich, you know where to get at us. <laughs> yeah, hit me up, bro. I got you. But yeah, no, like it's it's a it's a good album. Um, and Jason Richardson's someone I've always been interested in following, like throughout his his career. He's always this guy who comes into like I don't necessarily want to say like mediocre metalcore bands, but like mediocre metalcore bands and then writes probably like their magnum opus for them yeah and they will never ever yeah. meet that ever again like mm-hmm. born of osiris the discovery fucking dope album yeah you, Chel- you know you can like feel his imprint mm-hmm. on that record yeah chelsea like, grin they had the lilith ep which is the only thing i've ever enjoyed by that band like he just yeah. comes leaves yeah. his little fingerprint and then teases you and is like nah i gotta i gotta dip Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even from his start, I think in notoriety with All Shall Perish, 
you know, people are like, he can't play Chris Story's parts. He can't do that sweeping. And he's just like, does it like it's nothing. With his it's eyes closed. So yeah. easy, yeah. Right. So the dude's been phenomenal from the beginning, but... He's been around yeah. for like in the in the scene just for so for a while now. Yeah, yeah definitely. Discovery was like 2011, mm-hmm. right? 2010, 2011, 2010, something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, I want to say the album he joined All Show Parish in was around like 08, 09 or something. Yeah, so dude's been at it. And I feel like I didn't see him recording much stuff for a while. I mean, obviously, since this is only his second solo album, like yeah. I don't remember him being in the news for being in another band like i feel like he was just doing a lot of like guitar shows and would like you know go and play you know his greatest hits sharpening his skills yeah sharpening his skills i'd see youtube videos of him but like this is the first time that i've or uh, again aside from i one um you know one or is it i is it one or is it i i don't get it it. i ain't get it in english it's it's i yeah and that's what we speak here uh but yeah um crazy crazy record he's he's amazing but it was it was a lot to digest and yeah. i feel like i try i was like listening through it front to back i maybe made it through like four times or five times or something like that yeah and truthfully, i just don't remember half of half yeah. of it you yeah. know, even half of it so it blends truthfully i yeah. so i just looked it up so it's 11 songs and i thought it, i was about to say it, it's way too long it's like over an hour it's yeah. it's, it's too bloated <laughs> It's only forty-seven minutes, so like and like, there's a few tracks on there that are just like short, like really short, like one minute, one yeah. and a half minute, like little like interlude type things, which are which are actually really cool. Yeah, because I was like, I think I was gaming while I was listening to it at one point, and some of those like little interlude tracks came on. It was like sort of like the perfect uh, background noise for like gaming. Yeah. Um, but then like yeah, then like crazy shit would start happening, and I would be trying to listen to this breakdown, and then all of a sudden it would change, and then I so yeah, it was just it just felt like my. ADHD is like, <laughs> I'm just like all over the fucking place with it. And it's just really hard for me yeah. to like focus in on the record. And you die yeah. in the game. And and I die in the game. I get mad and yeah. scream. Again, good. My good. <laughs> like, it's a good album. I, I also found myself a lot of times listening less to Jason's parts and listening more to Luke's parts. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like, I don't know. A good guitarist, like no no offense, Brian, at all, because you're a great guitarist. Like a, a good guitarist <laughs> is exciting, but like I don't know. There, I feel like there's only so much you can kind of do without like weird effects and things like that. Whereas like yeah. a good like clean drummer with like some like sick little fills or like you know he does some really cool like hi hat work and like yeah. some some neat stuff like that is just I, I feel like instrumental music is really like. A drummer's showcase more than yeah. anything else. Totally. Yeah, he's like a lot of like really compressed like cymbal stacks and things yeah. like that mm-hmm. that you hear throughout the record, which is like really pretty unique, I think, to right to Luke Holland and like his his play style. But he, yeah, he's 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 quick with it. Yeah, you know, he's yeah he's been around forever as well. Too. Everybody knows he's fucking good. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, um, enough talk about. Let's listen to it, maybe. Because I'm down to let's, let's listen. Yeah, we to can it. Uh, we can show a couple of clips here. I think so. I think the first uh, first one that we have uh, this is actually uh, from Brian Polyrhythmic. So you Pug. know it's going to be good.
That opening is just so satisfying yeah, to me. And the little sure. um, squeal into, I'm pretty sure he's he does a squeal and then he hits his whammy bar. So yeah. Like, wow, wow. And uh, <laughs> we, did, we did that a little bit. In the, what was yeah. that one more time? Wow, wow. <laughs> and uh, it's always just fun. It's it's really cool and yeah I came when that first came on I came yeah, exactly yeah I, just, I, was I was coming like, the whole time it immediately brought me into the <laughs> to the, the song and then it it changes very much after and that. and polyrhythmic pug was like the the one song the first song where I was like yeah this has got some slappy yeah. parts to it like yeah. it's it's a good bouncy riff it's fun perf you know the perfect little like thirty second chunk yeah it has <laughs> one of those um, intros I, you know that whatever the the distorted effect on the guitar and you're like huh this is probably gonna sound bam hits and then it's huge mm -hmm. and i love when metal bands do that like yeah. it's just always a great way to introduce a track i agree i think the next uh, little clip you have is from sparrow Let's yes play So sludgy, <laughs> actually filthy. So like sludgy. I, yeah. I need to take a shower after yeah. that one. Yeah. I felt very dirty. Sparrow is probably the best song on the album for me. It's, I mean, I don't know which one is my favorite because they all kind of sound the same-ish. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that part just caught me. And he's got a music video for that. And I, you can see him pull back on the the whammy bar and hit like the stupid low or whatever he's doing and you're like i don't know what's happening right now but my brain is exploding yeah and, and that and that cool like chunky dun, 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 yeah. and like luke is just on like his mm -hmm. biggest lowest tom that he yeah. possibly can and it's just crazy it, dive bombs going on and stuff you're yeah. like what only thing that would have made it better is like a dope <laughs> reverse snare in there <laughs> And you know, <laughs> somewhere and apart, and, and apart yeah, yeah. yeah. We always need that. Good. Oh, that, yeah, I was like, yeah, just like that. that. that I think you. Now, Jason, if you want to add that, post that. It's fine. Well, yeah, that's no, going to be an I I I. Yes. Releases yes. If you want the sample, I, hit I, me I, up. I, I'll send you the sample. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't charge much for it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's, I worked on that sample for like a solid five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So. But no, it sparrows a good song. Um, I'm happy you brought it to the table because that was the first song that I was like, I got to bring a clip of, of, from this one too. Yeah. yeah. And I think that particular part just, it, it really caught me. So I was like, I, I think this is my, this is my timestamp. It's, so. it's gross in the best ways. Grotesque. It's very so good. your last one is from Behold. 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 So anyone out there listening probably knows that that sounds a little familiar. Metallica. Metallica. <laughs> That's exactly where it's from. How did you know? Uh, I, I know poser, that. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know that snare sound anywhere. That's Sade Anger. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so I'm assuming this is just essentially a reimagining of Behold from Born of Osiris's The Discovery. And I think we have that sample as well. So yeah. we, can, we can do a little bit of comparison. 10 years later. 
Yeah, so super cool to hear that song like re- yeah. re-recorded, like reimagined yeah. by like the obviously the person who wrote it. Yeah, he's you know because he's Jason. Yeah, <laughs> it is a cool callback, and I think it kind of goes back to the the question that you asked earlier too about would I like this album better with vocals? I think I can just point to the discovery because he had Behold on there. Like yeah. I, <laughs> I think Behold on two, sound is more. Bore, like it's tougher for me to get through the instrumental version of it than it was the Born of Osiris version of it. Yeah, like the the vocals, you know, while you know whatever pre standard metalcore deathcore, um, just added an extra layer to it, and, and again, I think caused Jason to like pull back a little bit and allow his technicality to kind of show through in other ways. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But still, a, a really cool. And he did that with a fourteen too. Yeah, I think which is yeah the, the prelude right before. Pre- yeah, prelude right before it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good you know callback. And I agree. I was like, oh, as soon as I heard it, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, this sounds familiar. Because I wasn't looking at, I wasn't reading the song title. So mm-hmm. as soon as I, I was like, wait, this is yeah. I was cheesing. This is very familiar. Well, I was, yeah, I was happy yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. So. that's cool. Um, so let's move on to Jordan's some of Jordan's favorite bops. First one is uh, from a song called Ishimura. Yeah, it, so, <laughs> so good. <laughs> I uh, one one thing I'll comment I'll make is I really like all the like, the little percussive elements yeah. that are in there that are like obviously not Luke. There's like all these little like percussive things. I don't know if those are just like samples and stuff that he has, yeah. or if they actually like were like recording those samples. But um, just like a really cool like little like um, bit of like his production style like yeah. in there. So he definitely incorporated a lot more uh, electronic elements. Yeah. On, on this album. Um, Lots com- of sense. compared to I think one. Um, yeah. I don't know, it's just a fun song. It starts off kind of, kind of, I don't know, goofy with all the like odd times little like high that he that he's doing with it, and, and then kind of building up to that really solid riff at the very end. It's just a bouncy, fun riff. Yeah, the rhythm track like he's got behind that lead is just fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's For super sure. fun, and it reminds me a lot of. Like that that final bit, where, uh, you know, reminds me a lot of something that I would have heard of from Born of Osiris. Like when mm-hmm. I'm listening to it, I can totally envision those guys playing that, you know, on top, like you know, their music video in front of like a starscape, and you know, some dude's <laughs> yeah, some dude's third eye is opening, and like some ancient <laughs> alien, yeah, is going fucking on. Jason Richardson, <laughs> and that's how he got to be great at guitar. I don't know, but like I can totally see that in their video. It's 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 a fun song. It's also a cool reference to one of the best horror games ever, Dead Space. Um, I don't know. It's it's just a it's a neat one. Is that the name of the song? Uh, the song is Ishimura, which is a spaceship that the video game Dead Space takes place in. Okay. The academic here. Yeah. I I wouldn't know any of that. That's I'm, crazy. He's a gamer boy. <laughs> gamer boy. 
Love it. Yeah, and when, it, when I saw it, I was just like, all right, cool. I vibe with that. <laughs> so let's talk Pumbachu. What a name. Okay, yeah, so, wow. That song, that section in particular, uh, I think that that Pumbajoo, Pumbajoo, uh, <laughs> impossible to say. Who knows? <laughs> Who actually knows? Yeah. Um, like Nick mentioned earlier, it's the longest song on the album. I think it's seven and a half minutes, and it kind of is all over the place. But this, in particular, section reminds me a lot of, like, Between the Buried and Me. Like, I yeah. could totally see that on, like, Colors or something like that. No, 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 it is the most, like, progressive metal on the whole entire album, I think. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, that little clip per- perfectly, like, showcases what I was talking about earlier, where it's, like, there's, the there's like, part after part after part, and that just changes. But the really cool thing about that clip in particular is that I think that that entire like chunk of music mm-hmm. repeats again later in yeah. the song so like he he i don't know i don't even know how to like wrap my head around like how <laughs> yeah. he wrote that how he wrote like something that like changes like into like all these different parts and has all these weird little transitions but that in itself is a one big part yeah just really like shows like how insane of a songwriter he is so he actually is, yeah um yeah so let's show your last clip here you really say other than that, that that's just a fun song that's uh upside yeah. down which is the closing track of the album which also has a uh, polyphia's guitarist tim henson who is uh he's amazing as amazing well. too i thought i was in the club there for a sec it was yeah. so upbeat yeah. I, I like how it's so different from the rest of the record like mm-hmm. just i mean like the drum the drum groove and stuff it, it like yeah. changes up a little bit and it's more upbeat and kind of yeah like fucking like club banger type shit yeah so. And I, and I think I would like the album. Not, again, I, I enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of really good parts to it, but I think the parts that I enjoy the most, and which is why I kind of chose three, these three songs, is um, they are the least like just br- brutal and like genty and everything like that. Not that they're that's a bad thing. I love me some some breakdowns and some gent, but like these ones just were different and and they were more like focused on a riff or like this um, different idea other than just like fucking polyrhythms and syncopation and it caught my attention more because they those those times and elements were so few and far between on the album i think for sure yeah that's i think i've kind of felt similarly as well like i was attracted to the sort of like um dynamics in the record and and whenever he would do things that would really surprise you because they're almost in a different genre and he's he's mm-hmm. like genre blending with 
metal and his like sort of own like personal style. So yeah. those parts are actually really interesting. And actually, that's we can play my like next clip here because that's uh, also from Pumbachu. Pumbachu. It's just like another part where it's like it gets here. I'll play. It. <laughs> Uh, this sort of like smooth jazz, yeah. fucking fusion, like this is Dillinger experimental shit. Yeah. And then it like morphs into this crazy ass riff. Yeah, those, like, those fingers. What's up, ladies? Am I, I right? It's dumb, man. Yeah, and actually, like, there's a another thing that he does. He's done a couple times throughout the record as well. He uses like a lot of like Nintendo yeah. sort of like synthy Nintendo sounds, and that's actually like the next little piece here that I wanted to show as well too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love it. Boom! Now it feels like power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just like this journey of just like journey through smooth space and time. experimental jazz fusion into metal what a breakdown, like yeah, crazy that... guitar shredding solo into Nintendo core into yeah. <sighs> speed metal that was or whatever. So crazy. <laughs> that like, was what just... the fuck? That whole timestamp segment we just listened to, we were going through so many things. Yeah. It was just insane. Yeah. yeah. The the first time I listened to this song without actually like seeing that I was listening to it, um <laughs> I was like, Man, this is a really cool string of like several songs that I just listened to. And then I listened to it again in my car and saw that it was oh, it's all the same song. <laughs> and I was just like, My brain can't even keep up with this. This thing's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then the next one that I have here. Let's see. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean. It's what big. Else? Yeah. I like it. I, it was, I love it was this cool. solo uh, part I, right here. Cool thing I liked about this this track is it's all like um, these sort of syncopated uh, Swiss Army triplets. Yeah. Bleed's got nothing on this. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was cool for him to sort of like use that pattern. Yeah. You know, everybody like recognizes that pattern from Mashuka Bleed. Yeah. Um, so for him to be to use it like, he it's a lot in that song. It's actually um, that song is called Byronius of the Fourth Order. I think that's, I think I said that right. <laughs> yeah, Byronius. Um, so great, great song. Probably like one of my favorite songs on the record because it is. It's not like too long or too crazy. Yeah. Like there's, it just has like some really like aggressive breakdowns that are kind of easy to understand and like bob your head to and get mm-hmm. into so um definitely one of my favorite tracks on the record 
Yeah, it's a it's a fun album or fun track for sure. Um, whole, whole whole thing is fun, if not just like tire, tiring by the very end of <laughs> it. It's fun but hurts at yeah. the same time. Somehow. Ultimately, yeah. like for sure, go listen to it because it's like an amazing piece of work, mm-hmm. um, and maybe it is you know. Maybe it's for you, but right. I don't know that I'll come back to it anytime soon. There's just so much other stuff to listen to, and I feel like I'd have to listen to this one like 90 more times to mm-hmm. start to understand some of the parts. So. Right, gotta turn off the lights in my room, sit yeah. there in the dark, and, yes. and think about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, I gotta say, listening to all this, uh, Jason Richardson really got me hungry. Uh, so, oh. Nick, I got a, I got a question for you. Yeah. What are we munching on? So part of the podcast is uh, we like to we like to make a little bit of brunch. We like to have a little bit of coffee or a beverage of some sort. Um, so today mm. for brunch for these beautiful boys, I made a breakfast fried rice. Mmm. Mm. Threw some bacon in there. Delicious. Threw some. Uh, did some uh, some onions, some garlic, uh, some green onions on top. Fried egg on top. A little bit of chili oil. Shit was slapping. It looked like there was like a white. Like white sauce on there, Nick. Oh yeah, was there's that... a little bit of garlic aioli in there. I was hoping Ooh. it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Your, it, was it wasn't my <laughs> secret your, sauce. Your cum. It was my cum. Um, and then what, today we're not actually drinking beers. Uh, we're or drinking, or I mean, coffee. coffee. Uh, we are actually <laughs> drinking beers. Uh, I got that backwards. So we're having a little pilsner, crooked stave, sipping on some beers. Colorado. Um, usually it's coffee, but we are we just felt like some beers this morning. Because I mean, you're allowed to drink at brunch. I feel like that is seventy percent of what people probably go to brunch exactly. for is to yeah mimosa, beer mosa, something like that. Yeah, it was it was amazing, Nick. Uh, I am full and uh, happy. Great. Yes, it was <laughs> Great. quite delicious. I'm glad. Um, so. Next, next little segment here, we like to kind of go into some new singles um, that have been coming out. Um, and boy, oh boy. Always new music just dropping There's just like always crazy, new so. stuff all the time. So um, we got to talk about it. You know, we got to talk about a couple couple great songs that are coming out. Brian, let's, let's start with you. Uh, which single did you pick to talk about? So I picked Polyphia's new single, Neurotica. And, uh, you know, partly the reason I picked that is because, one... Um, Tim Henson was featured on one of Jason Richardson's tracks and we're going from an instrumental project to another instrumental project. Just fits. And it, it felt right. Um, I'm, I'm not certain on when the new album is set to drop, but um, they never disappoint either. Um, but, you know, kind of similar with Jason. You know, it's one of those, wow, like the musicianship, the, the composition on the albums, phenomenal, you know, musicians, but... Am I going to jam this like over and over and over? I don't know, you know. But this particular track had some really catchy um, segments. Uh, the chorus part, I think it's played at the beginning as well. But for my timestamp, I picked a little dueling guitar uh, solo between Tim Henson and the other guitarist that I always forget his name. I think he has a big nose. That's how I'm going to remember he has him. Big by. nose and big long nose. Hair. He's <laughs> extremely talented, but. They're gonna be like, don't listen. They're to gonna this be like, shitty what? podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck those let's, guys. Let's listen to that track.
so good. Yeah. Bolivia does a good job of just, I don't know, they almost bring in like a little bit of funk or jazziness a lot. A lot of groove. Stuff. Yeah. Well, a lot I of think hip hop. What you'll, what you'll find, where you're hearing that is probably a lot with their drummer. The drummer mm. ha- has like this style, which is like, it's obviously like progressive metal and technical metal, but he uh, tries to recreate like trap drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot and like he do, he does he does do it and like he's actually playing his kit um he like had like customizes his snare like snare size and like the the symbols he does like all those like stacks and stuff like that like uh luke holland does as well too to really like get make it more like trappy sounding so that's probably where you're getting that like groovy hip-hop feel yeah i think i saw them at st louis's own foo bar rest in peace um but yeah. This was 2000, like, I don't know, maybe 15, 16. Yes. And, dude, they were just incredible live. Yeah. I'm sure they have only gotten better, but. Yep. But fuck Tim Henson because he's, like, 12 years old <laughs> and is, like, the most yeah. talented dude. Yeah. And he's got beautiful hair. Yeah, beautiful and he's hair. he's all tatted up now. Yeah, yeah, he's just too cool. Just fucking jealous. Too cool for school. I'm jealous yeah. of his life. Maybe I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to. <laughs> Apparently it's coming out this year. It's called Remember That You Will Die is their new album. Uh, First okay. one in four years. I didn't realize it had been that long since they had released something. So. Well, I think they release EPs you know, yeah, kind of in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that does sound right. It's been a little bit. So I'm looking forward to it. I love their last one, and I listened to it nonstop. So I, I, I'm really got high expectations for this next one. Yeah. Um, so, Jordan, what did you pick? Yeah, this week was tough for me because there was a lot of really cool stuff that came out. Um, but I decided to bring to the table. The new single from Silent Planet called Signal. Um, so Silent Planet uh, has been around for a while, and at this point, like yeah, they've really kind of risen through the ranks of like the metalcore scene as being really creative, um, really heavy melodic band. Um, this song though kind of takes it a, a little bit of a darker, more atmospheric turn. Um, some of the like riffing that's in here kind of reminds me a little bit of something like Phil Jarda, um, which actually makes sense since Phil Jarda's drummer produced it. Um, but even at, uh, yeah, but even at certain <laughs> bits, it kind of reminds me of the band uh, Tony Tap Dance Extravaganza, which, mm-hmm. or um, Josh Travis, the guitarist, like yep. it reminds me of um, his style, stylings. So it's, it's heavier, it's um, a little bit just darker um, and atmospheric uh, and, and while they've dabbled with this style in the past, this one really kind of like takes it to the extreme. And I think it's just a really great track because of it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that fucking long scream at the very beginning yeah. just chills every time. That's cool. um, but what I really like about it is how they could have continued with like heavy vocals as the breakdown went on, but instead the vocals kind of take a back seat and they're like these vocoder vocals. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you have to kind of listen a little bit harder to hear the cleans that are happening in the background. But I just think it adds like this cool, uh, like 
alien atmospheric vibe to it yeah. that I think is really neat. The mix is so thick. Yeah. Like, it just sounds so <laughs> thick. Yeah. So heavy. Apparently, <laughs> their guitarist on, I think, their last album, at least for one or two songs, recorded the guitar parts with a bass because he oh. wanted <laughs> Interesting. to I get like a thicker tone than even, like, the the gentiest of, like, nine <laughs> strings could give him. He just wanted this to get, like, enough. yeah, a six-string bass, just down-tune it and just get heavy with it. Mm-hmm. Love it. It was great. Very much. So, uh, so the the single that I chose. Does anyone want to know? I want to know. I Tell do. Me. I was hoping that one of you guys would ask me what I picked this week, but hey, hey, Nick. Yes. Hey, what you what you bring this week? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, You're welcome. So I picked a a single from a band called Alt. The song is called Paralyzed. Alt J. Alt J. Nice. <laughs> is, that, is that them? I think that's them, yeah. <laughs> Something like that? No. Um, they are kind of like a metalcore, deathcore band. Um, the I really just like love the energy of this song. It's like really brooding, dark mood, kind of layered throughout, which eventually builds into um, like an anthemic breakdown, which I will show you because, of course, I'm going to show you the breakdown. But I really enjoy the contrast, and I think that the production also makes it the record much more, or the song much more interesting. Also, they did put on an EP, so the whole EP is great. So listen to that. But um, yeah, I'll just play the the track here for you. The production value is great. The songwriting is great. I, I always feel like I pay really close attention to production. So um, the, their whole EP all the way through just mm-hmm. like sounds great. I had never actually heard of these guys. Um, and you actually introduced me to them, Nick. But I think also, Brian, you introduced. No, he didn't. I, I found them. you guys to every. Shut up, Brian. True. Uh, Brian posts in the Discord like every day, like six songs. Like, check out this one. Check out this one. It's annoying. Oh, fine. Alt, but, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you can go for it. I, I was just going to say, I have been listening to Alt for a little bit, and everything they've done, I, I, I don't know if it's just me not being informed, but I feel like they kind of came out of nowhere. I never heard of them. They so, came out of the blue. Yeah, I, I was told about them from somebody else, and uh, I was like, why haven't I heard these guys? Like, they're, they're right. great. So Yeah, Nick told me about them. I listened to them the next day, and I was like, I need more than just an EP right now because this is just good shit. It's mm-hmm. good. And if you recall from last week, I had a single from a band called Gravemind. Gravemind and Alt, I feel like, could tour together. Um, yeah. Kind of yeah. similar at times sure. with their styles, but everything that I've heard from Alt has been it has been awesome. So I think they just have two EPs right now. Yeah, yeah. I, that's all I think I saw on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, but both good. are good. Both are good. really good. Good choice, Nick. Yeah, great choice. Thanks, guys. 
Thank you. You're welcome. There's, there's just a lot of good music coming out, though. There's so like, much, yeah. There's a lot to cover. So, speaking of which, um, next week. Next week. Episode next three. Week. Tune what? in. We're going to talk about a band called Ithaca. The album is called They Will Fear Us. Hot off and the Brian, presses. It comes out Friday? Yeah. Friday. It comes out Friday. Jordan Jordan introduced us to this band and I am obsessed. Female vocalist. They have, you know, I'm assuming influences from everything from Misery Signals, you know, I mean just yeah. I think they said like Misery Signals, Botch. Mm-hmm. Um, were like their two two big ones. Someone said like I saw this in a Reddit thread, I think, and they're like, These guys are like the spiritual successor to Misery Signals. And anytime I see Misery Signals, I yeah. I have to mm-hmm. jump on that. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm yeah. stoked for this album. Yeah. The singles have been fucking A plus. Yeah, I feel like the scene in general has been kind of exploding with female leads. You know, yeah. Spirit Box is huge. That red handed denial. Yep. That yeah, they uh Ginger. you showed me them. They're really good. Was it? Ginger? Yep, yep. She's uh she's incredible. Well, and then you know, there's always what Arch Enemy. Yeah, Arch Enemy. <laughs> the, the big another band big. that starts with A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, antagonist, I think the antagonist, I think is what they're called. Okay. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of emails uh, in yeah. middle that we're starting to see now, which is a cool. Mix I'm very up. excited for this album though. Friday, yeah. it's it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's all I'm gonna listen to uh, once it comes out Friday. So hell yeah! Well, everyone, check out the uh, the next episode whenever. Whenever that comes out, I don't know when the fuck Whenever that is, but it's gonna it. be it's gonna wait. be soon. Just wait. And uh, feel free to start following us on our social media, Metal Brunch Club. Just look it up. Instagram. I think we got Instagram. So I we think got, so. Yeah, we'll have Instagram by the time you hear this. We're by gonna have we got an Instagram everything sure. else. It's there. Um, we'll have a few others, I'm sure. But yeah, all right, boys. Well, great to hang out with y'all. Great to uh, great to see you. Great to talk about some metal. <laughs> great for great great food. Thanks for. Of course. Thanks for feeding us. It's delicious. Thanks for the beers. No problem. All right, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.